Defining moment spotlights a particular moment, incident, or case that led the writer to a career in physical therapy or confirmed why he or she became a physical therapist or physical therapist assistant. This is the account in her own words and voice of Dawn Brown, PTDPT, a board-certified clinical specialist in orthopedic physical therapy. Dawn is the clinical assistant professor and director of clinical education at Northern Illinois University's Doctor of Physical Therapy program. She also is the Director of Clinical Education Representative on the National Equity, Diversity, and Inclusion Commission of the American Council of Academic Physical Therapy. You are the first medical person to explain my condition to me. The doctor just gave me medication and told me to go to physical therapy. If I had a dollar for every time one of my Black patients said that to me, I would be a semi-rich woman. It is both reassuring yet disturbing that I encounter patients every day who look at me with awe, first, because I'm a black physical therapist, then because I am willing and able to assist them with overcoming their disease or condition. Historically, black people have had a mistrust of the medical system due to a long history of medical entities using African and African-American bodies without consent for experimentation and medical advancement. Therefore, for marginalized populations in particular, a physical therapist-patient relationship can be strengthened when patients see themselves as similar to their physical therapist in cultural identity, personal beliefs, values, and communication. Studies indicate that such racial similarity is associated with higher ratings of trust, satisfaction, and intention to adhere to physical therapy advice. I have seen this in the Black patients I have treated. Unfortunately, many Black middle and high school students who live in medically underserved areas never have an opportunity to know what physical therapy is, let alone see a Black physical therapist in action. Studies of health disparities indicate that all too often, Black people are precluded from receiving the quality of health care needed to prevent, manage, or eradicate their disease or condition. Primary care physicians often send Black patients home to self-heal instead of directing them to a physical therapist. Whenever patients are directed to receive physical therapy, options are few, if not downright non-existent. Thinking back to my early and current experiences as a Black physical therapist, clinician, and educator, I have become increasingly reassured about my decision to become a physical therapist. The reasons are twofold. First, society needs to see that Black physical therapists exist. Second, society needs to see that our knowledge, skills, and cultural sensitivity for patient management should not be discredited. My experience began after graduating from Northwestern University when I resolved to provide healthcare to people living in underserved and marginalized communities in order to assist with reducing health disparities. I believed it was my destiny to become a physical therapist so I could lend my voice of power as a healthcare professional to prompt action and help black people receive the physical therapy services they deserve. I wanted and needed to do my part to expand diversity, equity, and inclusion in physical therapy. I grew up in Cincinnati, Ohio, but spent my early years as a clinician on Chicago's South Side and the Bronzeville and South Shore neighborhoods. Living in this black community afforded me opportunities to become more immersed in the black culture of the South Side by participating in community events and festivals. This facilitated the relationships I made with native South Siders who readily connected me with other residents and exciting opportunities 
making me feel like a homegrown local. The South Side is full of history, including the Great Migration, the birth of Chicago blues and jazz music, and being the home of former President Barack Obama and first Black female U.S. Senator Carol Mosley Braun. Many of my former patients share stories of their and their family's contributions to the South Side's rich culture. Now that I no longer live on the South Side, I miss those patient stories, the warmth of the people, and of course, the delicious Southern food and variety of African-American festivals. But people have taken the South Side for granted and the vibrant times slowly were replaced with a period of struggle, despair, and violence that seems to be perpetuated in the media. The South Side became an area that suffered not only economic hardship, but also health hardship. The nearest hospital for many residents was, and still is, miles away. And those needing the services of a physical therapist had to travel much further to receive it. Around 2004, I was afforded an opportunity to be the facility manager of one of the first outpatient physical therapy clinics on the south side of Chicago in a community that was being left behind in healthcare. A career dream to be a physical therapist in a community of my own race was almost too good to be true. And I knew that I had much to offer the residents in helping them overcome their diseases, conditions, and injuries. As I waited for the infrastructure to be completed, equipment to be ordered, and contracts to be signed and sealed, I eagerly counted down the months, weeks, and days until I would be able to open a brand new clinic in an underserved area that deserves so much more than society gave it. The day my clinic opened, I had a full schedule of black patients who before had to travel miles to see a physical therapist or had never had physical therapy due to the lack of convenient clinics. One by one, patients entered the glass doors and marveled that the clinic was modern, well-equipped, and staffed by front office coordinators, physical therapy aides, and a physical therapist who looked like them. I had a sense of pride on day one, but more important, I can feel the sense of pride beaming from the patients as they had a physical therapy clinic to call their own. This new clinic on Chicago's South Side was for them. Each day, I had more new patient examinations and evaluations alongside follow-up treatments. Although slightly overwhelmed, I was elated beyond belief. However, I was still frustrated that, much like the food deserts that permeated the South Side, there still existed physical therapy deserts. I did not have the staff to support the magnitude of patients who flooded my clinic. Most of the white physical therapists who started at the clinic left because they disclosed that they were either concerned for their safety or found a quote unquote better opportunity elsewhere and there were not many physical therapists of color to fill the void. There was a dire need for more outpatient physical therapy clinics on the South Side, and an even more dire need for black physical therapists who reflected the community that desperately needed them. After about five years at the clinic, the difficulty in effectively recruiting and retaining physical therapists led me to the hard decision to leave. I decided to seek opportunities that would better position me for an academic appointment to join efforts toward racially diversifying the physical therapy profession at the grassroots level. I wanted to use my knowledge and skill to assist with the recruitment and retention of racial minority physical therapy students, the creation of holistic admission standards and criteria, and the development of guidelines for mentorship pipeline programs, all to help increase the representation of racial minority physical therapists. 
In subsequent positions, leading to my academic role, I remain disappointed about the lack of diversity in the physical therapy profession. The physical therapist and physical therapist assistants at my jobs around the South Side of Chicago and beyond did not reflect the racial identities of the majority of the patients being examined and treated. Black and other racial minority patients vied to be on my schedule because they liked the way I interacted with my patients and achieved results. I know that part of this was due to my knowledge and skills, but part was also due to my shared racial identity and experiences as a Black physical therapist. As I settle into my academic role at Northern Illinois University's Doctor of Physical Therapy program, I recognize now more than ever, our profession needs black students to become physical therapists and physical therapist assistants. These students, upon graduating from physical therapy programs, may be more likely to provide services in underserved communities, such as the one on the South side of Chicago. The education of black students is vital to increase access to physical therapy for medically underserved populations and eliminate health disparities. Diversity, equity, and inclusion is a hot topic in physical therapy and rightfully so. There is value and impact in achieving racial diversity within physical therapy because US census projections show that by 2042, there will no longer be a white majority of US residents. Our racial minority patients deserve a choice of physical therapy providers, including ones who look like them. However, actions speak louder than words. We as a profession must not simply talk the talk. We need to walk the walk to ensure that a new generation of black physical therapists and physical therapist assistants reflect and represent our ever diversifying society. I am committed to doing my part to increase diversity in our physical therapy profession so that our racial minority patients can see themselves in us. APTA podcasts like this one are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify, or by visiting apta.org slash podcasts. I'm Amelia Sullivan. Thanks for listening.